0: Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small
1: businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi everyone, I am Nina Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News. And we are rolling today with a very special edition of Nina's Got Good News. I'm so excited you guys all came back. You guys are so awesome and you're spreading so much goodness out there. So now you're in the right place for some more good vibes only. This is a movement to share good news and we are growing every single week. Today in podcast number 33, we thought it would be great and fun to answer some of your questions. You asked and we are answering today. It's a very special couples edition Oh my gosh, should we cue the romantic music, Fabio? This is a special couples edition of the podcast. Joining me to help ask and sometimes answer these hardball questions is my very own hubby, the fabulous, amazing Jeff Clark. Hi, honey. Welcome back.
0: The crowd's cheering. It's great to be here.
1: <laughs> a lot of applause. Cue yeah. the applause. Thanks for having me. Thanks Hi, for welcome me. back, babe.
0: Great to be back.
1: This is so fun. So we've gotten a bunch of questions, right? Mm-hmm. People have written in. These are the most frequently asked questions. FAQ. That come in on the podcast, come in on Instagram and the blog. So do you want to ask? Do you want to start with one of the really hard questions of that we
0: You been submitted? You asked and now Nina will answer. So let's get to these questions. <laughs> What's the deal with Bulletproof Coffee?
1: Oh my gosh. Bulletproof Coffee. I get this question so much because... <laughs> Because I post my coffee pretty every much morning, every morning. But it's actually my husband's fault that we're drinking bulletproof coffee, so I'll blame it on you, honey. But I do love it, and I don't drink it every morning. People ask, "Do you drink that every morning?" And the answer is no. I drink it some mornings when I'm not going to be eating breakfast, and I want it. Really fills me up. It keeps me full until lunchtime. So what I do is I take a little bit of the MCT oil remember a little bit goes a long way so if you if you put too much in you will be going to the bathroom
0: disaster pants
1: yes and then we put the grass fed ghee and it just it gives you that's where the fat comes in and that keeps you full so i really love it it's super frothy and yummy and it does fill me up so that's why i drink the bulletproof coffee also It helps with brain fog, and Jeff knows that I have a lot of brain fog,
0: so (laughs) it
1: does clear that up, so that's another reason why I love it. Um, Okay, what's the next hardball question, honey?
0: This one's about me. (laughs) Of course it is. Of course.
1: It's always about you, honey. Did your
0: husband drink alcohol when he did keto and lost all that weight?
1: Oh my gosh. I love this. People ask all the time about this because I think everyone wants to know if they're allowed to have some cocktails, if they're doing keto or they're just on whatever sort of health and wellness regime to lose weight. And the answer is yes, he did. Jeff did drink alcohol, but what you drank honey was vodka soda or tequila soda. Correct. Correct. You get, you got rid of beer. And we do, you do occasionally have a glass of wine, but for the most part, you try to stick to the vodka soda and the tequila soda, correct? That's correct. Because that's because of the sugar in the wine. Yes, and
0: always in moderation. Right, okay. And I will say, just to drop some science on you, they'll tell you that the science will say, if you do drink, your body has to get through that first before it can burn any calories, other calories. So that's why it might slow you down a little bit in terms of weight loss, but... It shouldn't you derail you completely unless you're doing it every day.
1: And when we say vodka soda, we mean seltzer. Just exactly. clear, just to yeah. be clear. And tequila, no, so.
0: non-caloric.
1: Yes, and a lot of limes. We love that yeah. too. Okay, what's next, honey?
0: Why are you doing acupuncture?
1: Oh my gosh. I love this one. Cause I've been doing this. I started this in November. Um, I have a lot of sinus issues. So last year I spent a lot of time on antibiotics because I would, um, every time I got a cold for the most part, it would turn into a sinus infection. So I did some research and one way to treat that and prevent that is to do acupuncture. So I started with Dr. Brian Henniger in Fairfield, Connecticut. I love him. Started doing acupuncture with him in November, and it's been great. The one thing he did say was consistency is key. So I've been going every single week. Um, Since I started in November, I did miss one week when we were away over Christmas. But otherwise, I haven't missed a week, and it's been great. I really like it. And now I'm actually loving it for just self-care, and I literally sometimes will be in there. I know it's hard to imagine since he's sticking needles in my face, But sometimes I actually fall asleep. So it's kind of nice and relaxing and a little bit of self-care. He puts a heat lamp on my feet and turns out the lights. And sometimes I really do nap. So I love it.
0: That sounds nice.
1: Yeah. Don't be jelly.
0: I'm not. How do you find the energy to work out every day?
1: Okay, this is interesting because I get this a lot. And one of the main reasons I talk about this a lot, one of the main reasons that I try to work out every single day or just move my body in some some way, shape, or form is it's also my therapy. So it's like my free version of therapy. I think that now that I'm older, I've always been into sports and I've always been you know into working out because of sports uh, ever since high school. But I just think it's important to move your body – and have that sort of, for me, it like clears my mind and it gives me, I feel better when I'm, when it's over, it keeps me healthy. It keeps me in that good sort of mindset of um, feeling better about myself, doing something for myself. It's another version of self-care, but really it helps me clear my head. So it's my version of therapy.
0: Okay. Here's a hard one. What's your favorite beauty counter product, and you can only name one?
1: Oh my gosh, that is so <laughs> hard. There's so many. Okay, well, I just want everyone to know why one. I'm so passionate about the clean beauty movement because no one is regulating this industry. So literally, any company can put anything in their in their products, and a lot of that, a lot of times, that can mean potentially harmful ingredients, uh, potentially toxic chemicals. So what I've really tried to do with myself and the family is reduce our toxic load So to lead lead a cleaner, healthier lifestyle so that we can stay healthy. So that's why I'm so passionate about clean beauty. And the good news about Beauty Counter is we've done all the homework for you. So I will say that we pretty much use all the products. We love them. The, The kids love them. Jeff loves them. But if I were stuck on an island and I could only bring one product. It would be the face oil. I'm obsessed with the face oil. It has changed my skin, literally. I call it liquid gold, and I use the number three balancing face oil. It balances my face. It feels amazing, and it hydrates, and as I've gotten older, I've noticed that I really need more hydration. My skin needs to be Extra moisturized, and I love that face oil. I'm kind of addicted. I use it probably three times a day, maybe four. You're
0: and using it right now, I think. Yeah,
1: I have it on right now, and um, I, you can put it on before makeup, after makeup. It doesn't really matter, but it is really my fave.
0: And I'll give a shout out for the charcoal body wash from Counterman.
1: Oh, yeah. We do have a new men's line, everyone. The men need to know that one in two men are now getting cancer, which is kind of frightening. The American Cancer Society put out some new statistics, and men need to listen up to this as well. So, men, listen up to Jeff. Use that charcoal body wash from Counterman. <laughs> we invented a men's line for a reason because the men need safe, clean products too. Sorry, end my rant there. I just right. I like to educate people and spread the good the good awareness here's about some, it.
0: Here's something a little bit softer.
1: Oh, a little oh, a hard ball, a softball call, question. Why do
0: we call Charlie lettuce?
1: Oh, my gosh. This is hilarious.
0: So on Charlie's warm-up jacket for hockey, instead of saying Clark, it says lettuce.
1: Yeah. Well, we talk – We so a couple years ago, he got this nickname on his hockey team, and it's kind of stuck. But people ask this (laughs) this question all the time, right? People are so interested in Charlie's hair, and it – There's a lot of it. Yeah. There's a lot – he has a lot of hair. My dad had a lot of hair, and he I used has... to have a lot of hair. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. My dad, Charlie has my dad's thick hair, and then I got my dad's thick hair. So anyway, to make a long story short, when you have long hair in hockey or lacrosse and it comes out the back of your helmet, it is known as either lettuce or salad. That is or just flow. or flow. Yeah. They a lot of times it's called hockey flow or lacrosse flow. But Charlie plays both sports, hockey and lacrosse. And the hair literally comes out of his helmet. And so it is known as, the nickname is lettuce or salad or flow. And so when he got that nickname a couple years ago on the hockey team, it's kind of stuck. And oftentimes people joke that he should be entered into like a hockey hair contest, a best hockey hair.
0: So yeah, so when he's in high school, we're going to move to Minnesota so that he can enter the all Minnesota, all hair team contest. (laughs)
1: It's hilarious.
0: If you guys have not seen that, go check it out on YouTube. Yeah, go on amazing. YouTube.
1: It is hilarious. Minnesota in Minnesota
0: high school hockey all hair team.
1: It'll give you a good chuckle. Maybe, maybe lettuce will will end up there. Who knows?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure if this is <laughs> akin to long hair, but why are you using uh, CBD oil for? What are you using CBD oil for, or what for?
1: Okay, well, we are going to do a podcast on this with my friend Kelly from Kelly Ingram from Interlight Wellness in Darien, Connecticut, because she is opening a new little part of her infrared sauna studio. She's going to be opening a new little part where it's all dedicated to CBD. So I am going to have her back on the podcast to talk all things CBD because people are so fascinated by this and more and more people are jumping on the CBD bandwagon. So Kelly will be my expert on CBD. But for now, I'll just answer this question because I do get it a lot. I'm using CBD, not just the oil, but I'm using gummies. I'm using CBD lotion. The reason I'm doing it is because it's worked for me. There are a few things it's working for, for me. First up is anxiety. Second is, um, and stress second is sleep and third. And I know Jeff and my fabulous producer intern here, Bobby doesn't want to hear about this because this is girl talk, but it also helps with menstrual cramps so I know if any guys out there are listening, sorry, but it's, it's part of life guys. It's part of the cycle of life. Um, but anyway, it really helps with menstrual cramps, anxiety and stress and sleep. And when you get older, I've noticed that now that I'm 46, I, I just have a harder time with sleep. So instead of taking things like Benadryl, which I used to take all the time.
0: (laughs) Not a good idea. (laughs) Not a
1: good idea. My mom takes Tylenol PM. Not a good idea. So this is just a more natural way to help with my sleep. But I'm really loving it. Um, I have more on the blog about it. There are a couple different brands I talk about on my blog. But also stay tuned because I am going to have Kelly Ingram back from Interlight Wellness in Darien, Connecticut to talk all things CBD. But I do love it. It's really helping me. And... I know a lot of my friends are using it too, but just be sure you're using good brands. That I think is really important that you're using the finest brands out there with the best ingredients. That's super important with CBD. What's the next hardball one, honey?
0: Does the facial roller you use really work?
1: Oh my gosh. This is hilarious. I get this all the time because on Instagram, I'll often be just like showing how I use this purple, (laughs) this purple wand. That Nurse I Jamie. got. Nurse Jamie. So Nurse Jamie, she's a very famous dermatologist out in Los Angeles. She works with all the celebrities. I love her. If you're not following her on Instagram, you need to now. It's at Nurse Jamie LA. And I just was enamored by this facial roller. And the more I looked into it, more people are using it. It really just massages your face. And if you're just sitting there watching a TV show, if you're watching Netflix, you're just on the couch lounging or you're doing whatever and you just have a few minutes extra, like you can be lying in bed and do it, whatever. I just sit there and I roll my face and I give my face a massage. It, it's She invented it because it's like her version of the facial. And instead of, you know, obviously I can't get out to L.A. to get a facial with Nurse Jamie, but... This is sort of the next best thing since I can't jet out to L.A. and get a facial from Nurse Jamie. I just do it myself with the facial roller. But I think people crack up because it's bright purple. They do now have a black one that a lot of the guys are using. But I kind of prefer the bright purple. I just use the purple one. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Jeff likes it, too. I'm fine with it. Jeff likes the bright purple one, too. I love that we share all of our products, honey. (laughs) Me, too.
0: Except sometimes you use up my stuff and then that makes me angry. <laughs> it's not me. I think it's the kids. <laughs> it's the kids actually. I know. The kids use all yeah, your beauty right. counter stuff. All my, my counter man stuff. So you are super positive on the podcast and on Instagram. And the questions, I think you're not the only one that gets this question, but are you always that positive in real life too?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. This is a good one. Should I answer this? You can actually. No, I'm you on. can. You should answer after me, but... Here's the, here's the real, real, right? I choose to have a more optimistic outlook, even when I'm having a bad day and I have them often, I get in bad moods. I'm like everyone else, right? I'm human. I wake up. I'm not always like jumping out of bed and like, oh my gosh, let's, let's, let's rock this day. Like, let's do this. I mean, I do, I do, I do try to put my best foot forward, but I am human and i get overwhelmed yes i get overwhelmed a lot i get frazzled i get stressed i i'm just human so but the what what i try to do is i choose to look at it from a different perspective of you know and i've had a podcast on gratitude and being grateful that i choose to have the ga- the glass is half full mentality i would rather look at life as more rainbows and unicorns than Miserable, right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not naive, right? I know what's going on in the world. Um, I'm not. I'm not not aware of what's happening around me, and that things aren't always so rosy. But I try to look at it with a more positive spin than a negative spin. I try to have the glass half full than a glass half empty, because I do feel extremely grateful and lucky and blessed. I have an amazing husband. I have two healthy, happy children. And that's really all I've ever wanted, right? I always wanted to have a family. I wanted kids. Even though I had a long, fabulous career in television news, my main thing, I always wanted to be a mom. And so I think that having it now and having the kids be happy and healthy and having a supportive, loving relationship with my husband, I feel... I feel pretty good. I feel like, you know, life is, life is good. And I try to have that perspective even when I'm having a bad day, even when I'm overwhelmed. Sometimes it helps to like take a deep breath, right, reset and look at things from a different perspective and from a different lens. And if it's somewhat rosy sometimes and it comes across that way, it's just that's how I choose to think of things so that I am not living in, in the dumps. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's, it's and also too. I feel like, especially in social media, unless something's dire and you want support from your network, which might be odd, you know, I don't, I don't go on Instagram to like, listen to people who are sad about things and people complain about things. It's, um, it's
1: not a complaining place at all. No. So,
0: yeah. So, and, and to your point, Sometimes if you I had a gym teacher in grade school that used to use the phrase like turn that frown upside down. And it's true because like literally if you feel like if you're like crying and you smile like you stop crying. So if you're having a bad day and you're like, I'm going to be positive. Guess what? You'll actually get out of the bad mood or whatever the word is. So um, it does work. It does work. Uh, Along the lines of Instagram and podcasting, what are your biggest social media tips these days?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. This is a good one. I train on this a lot in my beauty counter business for my fabulous beauty counter team and other consultants just in across the company. I love talking about social media because as you guys know, Instagram is my jam. I love Instagram and I love sharing my business on Instagram because I'm passionate about the clean beauty movement. So, I think the the biggest tip right now is for now Instagram is the best place and use it. Be authentic, be you. No one else can be you but you. So be authentic and be genuine on Instagram. Be you and be yourself and get on there and just do it. Don't overthink it. A lot of people are nervous. They're scared. They don't want to put themselves out there. But at the end of the day, only you can present things in your own way that's going to be unique to you. So get on there and do it. And I think Instagram stories, that's what people like. People like stories. That's one of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I wanted to tell more stories of more positive, good people out there doing good things And so on Instagram, you can do stories because people love to hear stories. They love to share stories. They love to tell stories. And that's why Instagram stories for now is really working because it also gives people sort of this raw, unedited, you know, behind the scenes look at your life. And if you're open to sharing, I think you're going to realize what an amazing community Instagram really is because I love it so much. And I just want to urge everyone to get on there and start sharing.
0: And stories only last for 24 hours. So if it's a bad one, it goes away (laughs) and you never have to worry about it. That is such a good little,
1: that's a good, good point, honey. I like that. Don't have to take it down. I know. I do kind of love that it goes away after 24 hours. And then if you really like it, you can put it into your highlights and it'll stay on your feed. But
0: (laughs) Uh, okay. This question (laughs) puzzles (laughs) me because I'm not sure how whomever asked this doesn't know this, but (laughs) Nina, do both of your kids play hockey?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. And yes, they sure do. It is our life from basically August 31st when the season starts and we have our first practice until pretty much until summer when spring hockey ends. Um, the season ends. Um, the March season 3rd. usually ends around the beginning of March. And then we have spring hockey, which is not as an in, as intense it's um just maybe like once a week we're doing it and then um then luckily we have a break in the summer even though even though our kids are going to do a little bit of hockey camp but very just little bits but yes they both play hockey charlie plays on a travel hockey team and blank it's um he's a he was born in 2008 so he's on a 2008 team goes by birth year. And then our daughter Blaine plays on two teams. She's on an all-girls team and on a co-ed, mostly boys team with a few girls. But she's on two teams, and Charlie's on one team. They both play travel hockey, and it is a big commitment. They love it, and we love it, but it is a lot, and it's a big commitment. But it's pretty much what my friend Tori Bolger had once. She posted because she's a hockey mom, too. She posted this picture of this T-shirt she found. It was so hilarious. I feel like we should all wear them if you're in the in the hockey world. It said, I can't. I have hockey. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and I was like, Tori, we all need those T-shirts because when people ask me if I can do certain things like every weekend, I'm always like, I can't. I have hockey. Yeah. So, but yes. Just
0: from August to March.
1: Yeah. And then it's spring hockey too, honey. But yeah, I know no, I, and I,
0: I do. And I tell my kids this too, because people are like, why does it take so much time? And I always say, it hits you over the head at some point when you realize it, I think it's the only team sport where you can't play it unless you can ice skate. So you can play soccer cause you're just running around and you can play lacrosse cause you're just running around. You can play baseball, whatever. Cause you're just running around. In ice hockey, you have to learn how to ice skate before you can play the game. And so it's just super involved because you're learning two skill sets at the same time. Um, Oh, oh. (laughs) And I think maybe she sent this question in, but will your mom ever come back on the podcast? Oh, my gosh. You think Mary (laughs) Mary, Bradley? did you send this in?
1: (laughs) Did Nani send this one in herself? No. The answer is yes and yes. She is definitely going to be back on the podcast she'll be back in Connecticut she's in Florida for the winter and she'll be back in Connecticut in April and we will definitely have Mary Bradley back in the podcast back by popular, popular demand. demand she will come back on and we'll do another episode and when she comes back on she's going to be 81 years old because she just turned 81 right. so on the last time she was on she was 80 years old now she'll be now she's and when she comes on next she'll be
0: happy birthday li- life at
1: 81 but mary bradley was the is the second highest rated episode of the podcast of nina's got good news gail dudley the fabulous gail, gail
0: supplanted her
1: <laughs> gail surpassed mary bradley on the podcast as the highest number of listeners so congratulations to gail who's amazing and such an inspiration in case you missed her episode definitely listen and then my mom is the number 2 highest rated one so good job mom gail Bye, mom
0: Mary's coming for you. Yeah, Gail, she's coming for your record. She's coming for you. (laughs) Oh, this goes back to question eleven about ice hockey. What do you do? What do you do in your free time? (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is hilarious,
1: right? Okay, what's that free time? We're not sure what that is. What is that? I can't. I have hockey. I can't. I have hockey. I will say the very limited free time we have. We try to do things. We try to plan date nights whenever we can. We try to plan some family time, um, go to a movie as a family, go to dinner as a family. And we do try to have some fun with the few friends that we have that that still um, appreciate us and still love us, even though we're always at hockey. But we do like to have some vodka sodas and tequila sodas together. And um, I think also in my free time, I really just try to exercise, too, when I can, whenever I do have a pocket of free time. But Free time is not so much anymore, but that's okay. It's all good.
0: Got to take advantage of it when you have it. Yep. So before you retired, you had a long career in TV news, which you talked about. What What, what did you do in television news? Was it was your role? Where did you work, et cetera?
1: Okay. Well, I get this a lot because um, that was my old life. And I basically did everything in TV news that you can imagine. I've done everything from rip scripts, run the teleprompter, uh, book book guests for okay. let's
0: let's uh let's we know we can't we don't know the lingo what is rip scripts and teleprompter man? oh
1: the teleprompter is what the people that are doing the news the anchors what they're reading they're reading off off of a teleprompter right. they're reading the words from the scripts. and the script. way back when in in the ancient days when i first got into television news because i'm sold so we actually had old school scripts like carbon copies of scripts and you'd have to rip them off the off, off the, the printer, carbon. and then you'd have to separate them. Like the anchors got a certain color, the director got a certain color, the producer got a certain color. Okay. So way back then, they don't have scripts anymore like this right. on carbon copy, but way back when I did things like that and run the teleprompter. Then the one 70s, time right? I got fired from doing the teleprompter <laughs> because I was I was running the teleprompter at 5 in the morning for the morning show, and I fell asleep. While I was running the teleprompter because I was so tired that it was five in the morning and I got got fired from that. They moved me on to something else, but I've literally done everything. I've booked guests. I've um, produced shows. I've, I've been an executive producer of my own show where I actually managed a staff and I managed the whole television program and I've been on the air. So for a year in the 2004 campaign, I was an on-air campaign reporter. We called them embeds. I was embedded with the Bush-Cheney campaign in 2004, and I did daily reports from the field. I traveled with the campaign to a different state pretty much every day and from the White House as well because Bush, um, President Bush and Vice President Cheney were in the White House when they were running their reelection campaign. So I was at the White House as well. But I've pretty much done everything. I've traveled. I've traveled um, to many amazing places. I've covered hurricanes.
0: Murders. I've done everything.
1: I've covered local news. Then I went into cable news. So I started in local news, and then I went to MSNBC and did cable news. Worked at MSNBC and NBC News, and then I moved over to Fox News Channel, and and that's when I. When I was at Fox, when I got pregnant with Charlie and then left, once we had Charlie, I left television news.
0: You retired. I retired. (laughs) So yeah, so you did New Haven, Boston, New York. Yes. Right, right. All the hot markets. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. How did you and Jeff meet?
1: Oh, I love this one. A true love story. It is. Well, this is like a, a, even though Valentine's Day is behind us, this is our couple's edition, honey. So Jeff and I met through a mutual, mutual friends. And I just want to give a shout out to our amazing bestie, Nancy Lynch, who set us up along with her boyfriend at the time. And I just want to say, Nance, you did a great job. You hooked us up and the rest is history. You kind of saw that we would we would hit it off. We did hit it off. Um, Jeff was working in New York. I was working in Boston with Nancy in the newsroom at NBC in Boston. And Jeff came to visit. And we, at the time, we were both dating other people. So, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry to those people. But um, we were dating other people at the time. But when we met, we definitely did have chemistry and we hit it off. We had so many things in common, so many great conversations when we met. And then the good news is that we both ended up breaking up with those other girlfriends and boyfriends. I was and then, dumped. You got dumped? Yeah. Oh, sorry, honey. I've always been I dumped. I would never dump you. <laughs> I love you. you. Who would ever dump Jeff? He's like amazing. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, well, the good news is she dumped you, so <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. good for me. It's, oh, actually, I think I got dumped, too, from that boyfriend. We, we're rebounds. <laughs> you and I are rebounds. <laughs> so good. I never even thought of never that.
0: Never marry your rebound. Oh, oh my no. God.
1: Oh, no. It's too late.
0: <laughs> 20 years later.
1: Oh, my God. It's too late. But anyway, we met in Boston, and long story short, Jeff was in New York, and I ended up moving to New York after 9-11 to be with Jeff, and um, the rest is history. Love yeah. you, babe.
0: It's wild how love, thanks, t- Nancy. love you too. Thanks, it's wild Nancy. because that couple who introduced us told me, and maybe they told Nina this too, but they told me like I've met the woman you're gonna marry. And it's like and you when someone says that to you you're like you're crazy, but they were right. God bless them, they were right. Um Yeah. Yeah. Love you, babe. Love you too. And I will tell you the best thing about television news is when I met Nina, she was producing the eleven o'clock show, which means 11 I eleven c- PM at PM. Night. Which means I could work a full week in New York, get off work on Friday, get to Boston before she even finished work. Because she'd get off like at
1: 30. No, I got off uh, at 11.35 yeah. p.m. And then we
0: go out and party on Friday night. Uh, the only negative was that she didn't have to go back to work till like Monday afternoon. And I had to be in New York on Monday morning. So oftentimes taking the shuttle back early on Monday mornings. But it all worked out. It was great. It is great. Okay. Oh, last one. Last That's so one. Sad. Oh, it's sad. it's almost You guys almost have to over. send more questions. It's almost um, over. What is your husband currently reading?
1: Oh, I love this That's one. Me. You know why this comes up a lot, Jeff? Is because Jeff did a great podcast oh, right. with me about a book that he loves called Make Your Bed. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you guys should all go back and listen to it. Because guess what, honey? I looked this morning and guess who didn't make his bed this morning? Charlie. You got it. Bingo. Yeah. Well, he ding, got up ding, 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 at five ding, in, ding. in the morning. So. Oh, yeah. For hockey. Yeah. He got up. Oh, I can't. I have hockey. That's probably why he didn't make his bed because right. he needs Tori's T-shirt that says, I can't. I have hockey.
0: Yep. Can't make my bed.
1: But tell us. Yeah. Then tell us on what are you currently reading? Because I actually don't even know this answer. So I'm reading so this a is book. all you.
0: It's I guess it's a memoir. It's called Let's Go So We Can Get Back. And it's by Jeff Tweedy. I am a um, dyed-in-the-wool... Uncle Tupelo, Wilco/Jeff slash Jeff Tweedy fan. And Jeff Tweedy is the was the co-founder of Uncle Tupelo, which then that band broke up and Jeff Tweedy founded Wilco and Jay Farrar founded Sunvolt. Um, and this book is about Jeff growing up uh, in Belleville, Illinois, which is a little bit north of St. Louis and just talking about how sort of he found his way into the music industry. It's a pretty interesting read. I love the band, so it's good to see where he came from and where they come from but um, it's good for my plane trips
1: oh yes because Jeff is traveling a lot so okay well that's a good one hon. I like yeah. it let's okay, go
0: so, so we can get back by Jeff Tweedy
1: I love it okay well so how do you think we did with our q and
0: I think we did great whomever <laughs> was asking the questions did a good job yeah, I
1: know well you guys we'll do another the episode we'll do another episode of Ask Us Anything so if you have more questions send me a message on Instagram you guys can send in messages through the blog on ninabradleyclark.com. Remember, there's an E at the end of Clark. But um, send us in more messages because we'll do more of these special edition, special couples edition of the podcast of <laughs> asking us questions. Delilah's love lines. Ask us anything, babe. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank today, you. Honey. Thanks I loved, for having me back. I love I, it. I loved I love doing this with you. That's a wrap. And thank you all for listening to us for Jeff and Nina. I love that you guys were all here for this. I'm so grateful for everyone listening. I know I would never be here without all of you supporting me and inspiring me to be a kinder, better person every single day. And stay tuned for next week's podcast. Remember, you can always find me on iTunes. Please be sure to subscribe Please subscribe and rate and review my podcast as well, because that's important. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community here in the audio space. For now, I am your host, Nina Clark. Please find me on Instagram. I'm at Nina B for Bradley, and then Clark has an E at the end. Let's connect on Instagram as well. Thank you again for listening. I'm wrapping this up for Nina and Jeff Clark. Let's go. Keep being awesome, everyone. Gotta go to hockey. Bye.